TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What up, everybody? This is Come On, Son, the podcast. And guess what, y'all? This podcast here is a special podcast because for the first time ever making her podcast debut (laughs) in the history of all podcasting, my wife is on the podcast with me. What's up, Mrs. Lover? Well, hello. What's happening? <laughs> Nothing. Can I call you? Can I? Can, can we say big fruit? Can I call you big fruit? <laughs> no. Why not? Can why big fruit can't be your podcast name? I don't really like big fruit. You don't like big fruit? No. What do you like? What you want to go by? I just like fruit. You like fruit? I do. Okay, so I'm just going. We're going to say fruit is on the podcast. I already put it in the title. Come on, son, the podcast featuring big fruit. <laughs> so this is not like a big Frida thing. Like my wife is an actual woman. Did you see that that lady uh that was like, "Come on home, Charles" on Instagram? I made the food for you, Miss oh, Netta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you realize she's a guy? No. Yes. Yes, Miss Netta is Wait not a, a miss. Yes, she is part of the LGBTQ community and very proud of it. That lady, I was like, come on home, Charles. I done made you a sandwich. Yeah, huh? No, so many other people um, like redid that. I think someone else. I I'm talking about the, someone else. I'm talking about the original lady that did it. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Google That's what that. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Miss Netta. I'm gonna have to Google that. No, I seen it on the gram. You didn't see that? I saw it, but I swear it was a woman. Okay, remember when I did the uh, podcast episode, the one that you really liked, the one that opened things up, but kind of caused a little turmoil in our personal lives with yeah. with T. S. Madison. Yeah. Well, T. S. Madison had her on. I love T.S. Madison, by the way. Yeah, me too. T.S. Madison had her on her podcast, and mm-hmm. T.S. Madison said to her, and she was like, yeah, I'm part of the LGBTQ community. Right. She said, but I do consider myself uh, who I am, Miss Netta. But that okay. is, that Charles's woman is Charles's man. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and hey. she got her thing thing and everything. Hey, listen. It is what it is. It's going down, right? Big Frida. I love it. Big Frida still got all her equipment. Listen. It's and so Big cool. Frida's cool as hell. I believe it. Oh, Big Frida's a Big Frida's a hoot. I believe it. She looks fun. 
Yeah, and she and she and she a big fan. Is she? Yeah, she's a huge fan. What's up, lady? Yeah, what up, Big Frida? <laughs> Child, we gotta get Big Frida on this show. Yeah, I would love to have uh, fruit and Big Frida on the show at the same time. Oh, honey, it'd be on and popping up in here. I think that would be. A, I think that would be a really good. I think that'd be a we good podcast. A good that'd be a great podcast. You and yeah. Big Frida yep. would be hilarious, yo. All the questions and stuff that. Yeah. I would yeah. just probably just sit back and let you interview yeah. Big Frida. You yeah. get all your questions and stuff together, yeah. and then you can inter- interview Big Frida. I think that would be yeah. hilarious. So. Let's start this uh, podcast off talking about what's going on, like a lot of stuff that we're seeing on social media. Number one thing I really wanted to ask you about: what do you, what do you, what is your take as a grown ass woman? All right, that's been with me for a long time, so you know hip hop in and out. You knew hip hop right. like you a real hip hop fan. Like, I am. like people don't know like how much of a fan you are. Mm-hmm. Don't have nothing to do with being married to me. It's mm-hmm. just that you've always been a hip hop fan. I don't look like it, but. But you are, you yeah. are, you are, because I know, I know a lot of songs I can play and watch you go crazy. I've seen you do it, <laughs> yes, on multiple occasions, mm-hmm. especially when Triumph come on, yes, by Wu Tang. It's Wu-Tang a rap, y'all. Forever, it, it's a rap. Yeah, I'm telling you, she's definitely. We're going to Vegas to see Wu Tang. We are because we are. We don't have a choice because I'd get killed if I don't take it to Vegas to see Wu Tang while they're there. Okay, <laughs> that's right. But it's just it's on for her when it comes to Wu Tang. What is it about Wu Tang that you like so much? I just love one. I love their energy, um, the, their comedy, straight comedy, and I think they're like the greatest rappers, like group group. I'm not gonna say greatest rappers, but the greatest group of all time. Like, and their music is just so dope. Like, there's no way you cannot just sit there. You don't even have to play the lyrics. But you just play the instrumental, and I'm telling you, going off. A lot of RZA Productions is. Oh uh, yes! Shout out to RZA. I yeah, love shout RZA. Out to RZA. And, and his she, wife. And she always get excited because I remember, do. remember the last time I was in New York and I had RZA at the radio station. Yeah. And I put him on the phone with you. Oh man, yes, I love you know they know me now. I'm a part of the Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's definitely part of the yes, Woo family. I though. am. Like it's real crazy mm-hmm. and. What a lot of people don't even know is that our daughter Jasmine and Old Dirty's daughter's tight. Yeah, they're really good and, friends. And and his really son. Really good friends. Yeah, they're really good. His friends. son, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, are, they are like, they're like fam bam. Yeah, so she came to the house and brought us t shirts. She and, did. And all the stuff. It's I, so sweet. Yeah, I took it out in the basement and showed her my wall. Mm-hmm. Where I got a father up on my wall in the frame picture. I showed yeah. her my woo wall. Thanks to Will you please explain to everybody what my woo wall is and how it came about? Because you inspired the woo wall. Because we just had, we were decorating your man cave right. and um, had that open space. And I'm like, wow, you know, no, you came to me and said, wow, what am I going to do with this wall? Like, it's just nothing here. And I kept looking at it and I'm like, this is going to be old to woo. So we're going to make this the woo wall. <laughs> because I, cause I had that thing from the Wu-Tang Clan and American Dream. I you had that, that chess set and all of that. And I told you, I said, we are going to collect Every album from every member and group. My favorite joints. Yes. My favorite joints. And we're going to have them pinned to the wall. You're never going to open it, never going to use it. So they're like collector's items. Right. And it started because when I got the box 
the Woo Box. Remember, they gave me the limited vinyl edition, double double vinyl oh, of the original so album. It's so dope. Into the thirty six chambers, yeah. right? And then mm-hmm. after that, once we once you pin that on the wall, we just kept going. So all of my favorite. Wu Tang, my personal favorite Wu Tang yeah. albums are on that wall from from each member. Which are like the greatest? Yeah, which is like only built for Cuban links on there. Bulletproof Crazy. Wallets is one of my Crazy. favorite. Return to the Thirty Six Chambers up Crazy. there. Method Man to Cal is on there. Yeah. It's just like the yeah. uh, Liquid Swords is oh, up there. Man. When the MCs came, yep. they found out their name. They two begun. Some had to smoke cocaine yeah. to act the same. <laughs> Your resident the track. Love it. Yeah, man. When it comes to the Wu, ain't it, 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 let me tell you something. And you know what I think um, yeah. also about the Wu-Tang Clan, once mm-hmm. while we on the subject, is, uh, and we'll get back to what I was originally getting at in hip-hop, okay. is that what they were together and what they all were individually. Right. I right. think that's what makes them like super dumb special super to me. Super special because they're all extremely talented. And it just it's just crazy. It's not like it's one or two of them that's like the greatest rappers of all time. I mean, they all yeah. go in. I mean, does anybody even understand what Capadonna does to a record? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. And Cap came late too. And yes, and Cap came late, but Cap he is, murders. Yes. If you just listen, you know, sometimes, you know. Why? Some people just don't know how to listen. Okay. So they don't understand the technique. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is here that y'all refer to it. They don't understand the technique. So so I'm going to tell you this yeah. like this. So the reason why I brought that up, and I had to preface it by letting everybody know that I'm not just asking anybody that don't know hip-hop, yeah. that hasn't lived hip-hop, about this particular subject. What do you think about this beef between Megan Thee Stallion and, and uh, Nicki Minaj? I think it's the stupidest thing on the planet, and I think it's childish. Childish um, on whose part? Nicki's. Really? I really do. Why? Why do you think this is happening? Why do you think? Do you feel like Nikki is picking picking on Megan? I don't know if she's picking on Megan, but is I there think, a jealousy thing there? It could be, but I really think she took something maybe that she heard or somebody brought to her, and it wasn't like it was something that Megan pointed out and said, "Yeah, I'm talking about you." Mm-hmm. Um. And I think she just ran with it. I think she and she won't stop because she's getting all this energy from her barbs. You yeah, know? yeah. But you know, once once that once it happened, and once Nikki ran with it, it became a thing. And yeah. she was on live, and she's on the Kid Kasha yeah. Knotts, uh yeah. live feed, and she was going crazy. But you know, Megan did put out a record called Hiss. Oh, that. No, I know she did. And, and she took some direct shots at Nikki on his. Matter of fact, can we play a little hiss right now, please? Let's just play a little bit of hiss. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all want me start. Bitch, you a pussy. Never finna check me. Every chance you get, bitch, your weak ass wanna dress me. Bitches swear they cheat, but the G must stand for goofy. When the fuck did all the gangsta niggas turn to groupies? Everybody wanna kick it when you ain't a threat. These niggas don't like me because they know I'm on their neck. Y'all goofy assholes look so dumb every time y'all celebrate fake news. <laughs> Using my name for likes and views. I don't give a fuck what y'all make trend, bitch. I still win. I appreciate that, Campy. So she did. You can hear it right mm-hmm. there. So And then Nikki went social media crazy on her. 
think it's too much, though. You know, what, like what we, parts do you think is too much? And I'll tell you what I think. I think it's too much when she brought her mother in. Absolutely, absolutely. I think there's just, lines to be drawn. Yeah, because you don't do that. If you remember when Jay Z and Nas went at each other, I do. Do you remember when Nas hit him with ether? Of course. I just listened to that the other day, too. Funny. In the car, on the way out, um, I listened to that. And he, he bodied. Do you agree Nas won that battle? Yeah, you know how when you don't hear something for a long time, but then you hear it again, and uh-huh. it's just like, I was like, damn. What, what was the part that got you? Shoot everything. Everything? Yeah. I was like, it was just like word after word. Yeah. Oh, I get it. You're biggie. He popped. Killing him. All right, so the reason why I brought that up is do you remember after Ether dropped mm-hmm. and then Hot 97 did that poll? Yeah. And DJ Enough was there and it was on Angie's show. Big up Angie Martinez. Mm-hmm. Or who they thought won and Nas came in as a clear cut winner. And yeah. then they asked, they asked Enough and he said Nas. Yeah. And Jay was kind of mad at him after that. But I bring that up to say this. Do you remember the record Super Ugly? Of course. That Jay did. Yeah. And he was talking about, the first thing was an innuendo about him sleeping with Nas's baby mother, yeah. Carmen, right? That was the first mm-hmm. thing. You know you know who didn't, didn't who know, you know what, when you know who, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that between me and you for now. Yeah. And then it's super ugly. He was like, I left condoms on your baby seat in the car. And do you remember Jay saying that his mom's got at him yeah. and say he went too far? Yeah. And he came back and he was actually on the radio and he apologized for going that far. I hope that. Instance. You really feel that Nikki bringing up Megan's dead mother went too far? I do because we all have to realize that Megan's mother passed away, and I think like a month later, her grandmother or her grandmother passed, and then her mother passed. Mm-hmm. I don't know which way it went, but they were like right on top of each other mm-hmm. as far as death, and that's really a big thing to her. And it's heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking. And even with all the success, it's still it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. for your somebody that you love yeah. that much, your mother and your yeah. grandmother. You lost your dad. You know that. I lost yeah. my dad at a very young age and we yeah. still mourn over our parents, right? You know. So that's heartbreaking yeah. for Megan. And I don't care how much money she got, yeah. I don't care how much fame she got. I don't care. Mm-hmm. She's still heartbroken. And yeah. for you to bring her mother up and then listen listen to this nasty shit. Mm-hmm. And and Nikki you have to take responsibility for this because you're the catalyst. The barbs found out where her mother was buried and they have oh, to put yes, police over there. Yeah, I saw that today. And they published it on social media. Crazy. That's gone too far. Like that's too much. You know, like and those barbs need some control methods. But she did at one point. I remember like, earlier uh, or late 2022, she had went on and said, hey, to all her bobs, please stop threatening people. P- please stop doing did. this. Yeah, she had did that. And then now this whole thing comes up with Megan and it's spiraling out of control. And it's like, I don't hear her telling the bobs to back mm-hmm. off now. Because you know the funny part is I love Megan. I love Megan. And I really do like Nikki, too. Yeah. And well, she's from Southside Jamaica. Queens of course, like you, that's all day. Why. So that's yeah. my law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I just feel like all of this, I want to be this and everybody want to be number one and everybody want to be the greatest. I think we should stop, first of all, because it's just too many people, just black people in general, just Mm -hmm. fighting against each other. It's just too much. Do you feel like is do you feel like it's more Nikki than anybody else? Like, honestly, you can be honest. And I know you support Nikki. She's from Southside. 
Do you think it's her? Because doesn't it always seem like, and you know I love Nikki, because you remember the time that uh, Peter Rosenberg tried to say that Nikki mm-hmm. wasn't hip-hop, and I went straight on social oh, yes, media and was like, yes, she, she is. I don't, I don't care what kind of music she yeah. makes. Everybody makes different music for different yeah. things. He's hip-hop. So, But what I'm saying is, doesn't it always seem like it's Nikki that has beef with somebody? Let's go down the line. She had beef with Little Kim, she didn't she? Mm-hmm. She had beef with Cardi B. Yeah. She had beef with Remy Ma. Yeah. Her and Big Lotto traded Bob's like real quick. They did. Right? I don't know if she's had any... Uh, What's old girl name from uh, Benzino's daughter, Coy Ray? I don't know if she had any beef for her. I don't think so. Or Ice Spice. I don't know if she had any beef for her. Yeah. But didn't her and Trina go and at Trina exchange some things, Some too. things, and now it's Megan and Stein. So what's the common denominator in all of this beef? Listen. Nikki. I think Nikki got a motive. Or is it just that she's trying to make sure she just dropped an album? Mm-hmm. She's she's going on tour. Is this like her trying to stay relevant? I don't know if it's trying to stay relevant. I think Nikki just trying to, you know, get me right. Yeah. You know what? Stay relevant. I think she's just trying to stir the pot. You know, just be one of those controversial uh-huh. type of rappers. Artists all the time? Yeah. I think, could you know that? You know that? That's what she's been doing. So that's what that's what sells. So shit, why not? Okay. I, I I hope so, but it yeah. seems like she's a common denominator. And I think she's getting a dose of her own medicine, and I hate to hear it now because I remember back when she was beefing with Kim, it was like Kim is old, and the word old was thrown around a lot. And yeah. now they're throwing that word around with her. Well, because she is, well. She's 42. She's 42. Yeah. Yeah. So Just about. You're not, you're not. You um, ain't 20 nothing. Yeah. You ain't a young girl no more. So let's. So you know, Nikki dropped her own disc record called Bigfoot. I know. I she it. dropped it. I heard it. What did you think of it? Be, be honest. This is a podcast. I love Nikki, but I didn't like it. Yeah. What What didn't you like about it? Uh, nothing. I didn't like the music. I didn't like the lyrics. It was corny as fuck. It was corny as fuck to you? <laughs> yes. For real? I don't know. What the hell? For real, you can say saying. what you want to say on here. It's not a, it's not a slight against anybody. Listen, yeah, there's always music like that comes it. out that you don't like from an mm-hmm. artist. There's always going to be a song. Some of your favorite artists have made records. Wu-Tang have made records that you did not like. Okay. Yeah, this one I did not like. I okay, like, it's not personal. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I think she just did that quick on a humble and threw that shit out there. And then it's the same stuff she that really she had already said all over the internet. Yeah, it wasn't for any type of selling. That was just her going off. It charted. On Megan. It just charted, well, though. Yeah, it charted it like a motherfucker. It did. Yeah, it Of charted. course it did. It them, charted. The bobs, them bobs hit the button. Yeah, like them bobs are going to hit the buttons a lot. Them bobs are for real when yeah. it comes to Nicki Minaj. And if you say anything against mm-hmm. her, they going to go fucking ham on you. They got somebody right there at the family feud button. <laughs> because when I supported mm-hmm. her, they started following me and they was loving me. They was like, Ed yeah. Lover, that's right. OG Ed Lover, that's right. Nicki is the queen. Da, da, da. She is hip hop. Yeah. But it's funny the way things go. I like it though. Everything so goes good. in a circle, right? Yeah. Because I mean, so she, she was like on Kim about Kim's age and now they're getting on her about her age and being 40 some years old but so if if nikki cannot go in on megan's dead mother or grandmother i think that was can a people too much. bring up her husband nikki's husband yeah 
well, listen. He's alive, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. He's alive. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. So that's who <laughs> Megan went after in the his record, correct? I believe so, yeah. So then all she had to do was just continue to throw in all the dudes that Megan messed with. She didn't have to She touch. did. She did say a lot. She Matter did. of fact, can we hear a little bit of can we hear a little bit of Bigfoot, please? Let's, let's give a little bit of Bigfoot. Sigh. How you fuck your mother man when she died? How you gonna get a king and can't cry? Bye. Bigfoot, but you still a small fry. Swearing on your dead mother when you lie. Hey yo, this little begging whore talking about Megan's law. For a free beat, you can hit Megan Raw. If you a ghost, write a party in Megan Jaw. Shots thrown, but I still ain't let Megan see. Bad bitch, she like six foot. I call her Bigfoot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. Uh, still ain't top red ruby. Trying to steal a sauce. I said, get up on my cook. Yeah, she went there. She she yeah. was because Megan. What Megan? Megan was like Megan's Megan's law. Megan's law. Right. And then Nikki Which said actual something. law. I know it is actual law. I know people that have Megan's law is kind of pissed about it, too. Yeah. Yeah, but they, you can make a record and you can make a title of whatever you want to make a title. Right. I can make a title of a record and say Trump sucked dick. They might yeah. not like it, but that's your freedom as an artist to make a title of anything. Okay. You know, a white boy could go out and make a title and, you know. It'd be like, fuck all these niggas. And we might kick your ass, but you still can, you know, the Magnus might beat the shit out of me too, but you still, it's your, it's your creative license to do so. It's your creative license. So everybody that's alive Mm -hmm. is, is all right. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. But nobody dead. You can't go find nobody dead. And especially not the mama and babies. You can't go in on babies. No, I think that. I think that's just hitting below the belt. Because I thought it was very clever when Mickey Nikki said something to the effect of something about fuck Megan's law. If you write a record for her, you can hit Megan Raw. I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, was like, that was strong. <laughs> that was a strong fly. Yeah, right she should sure That shit was strong. When I heard that, I was like, whoo. Now, this is where we going with this. This All right. <laughs> Why? Yeah, the whole party Fontaine thing and, mm-hmm. and all the alleged Trey songs and Trey. all these alleged. I don't think dudes. she messed with Trey though. Oh, Nikki's it. But Nikki got Nikki. Your track record ain't one hundred percent spotless either. you got bodies too. Yeah, I mean it is this life. It is what it is at this point. But yeah. you know what? What they be doing though? You can't keep hitting like a lot of industry niggas. You got to put a few. Regular niggas, regular regulars in there. Yeah, because you look you look crazy if you keep right. Now let me ask you another question. Speaking of hip hop, someone recently asked Twenty One Savage why artists don't make music like love music like the music that we had. Okay, right to for these women, and he said it's because these bitches is out here hoes. Oh Jesus, that's what he said. <laughs> Rough, he ain't said. It? Why would I make? Why would anybody make records about loving you hoes? Your bitches out here, nothing but hoes. We, uh, what'd you think about that? What'd you think about that? <laughs> What's your take on it? Do you do you feel like hoeing hoeing is at an all time high now? Now, yeah, crazy. You think so? <laughs> yes, because your girl. Yeah. What's she on? What's she on? Basketball wise? Who? Drea. Yeah. Is it Drea Michelle? Is that Drea it? Drea Michelle. She was on Basketball Wives, right? Uh, was it Basketball Wives LA? Well, no, Miami. I don't know. It was a Basketball Wives, though. I know it wasn't mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. It was Basketball Wives. 
What are your thoughts about her being 39 years old, allegedly pregnant by Jalen? I can't I think it's Thomas. He, he's a point guard from the Houston Rockets. Is and it she, Thomas? I thought it was Green. Jalen Green. I think I, Green? I can look it up. I can yeah. look it up. Uh, and she got a 21-year-old son. Matter of fact, it's in my damn phone. Well, give me your thoughts on that right there, because I'm going to tell you how I think about it. Well, uh, my thoughts. Yeah, I want to know. She definitely you... was was um she definitely was trying to trap, and if she's pregnant, she did her job. Okay, so social media users are calling out Drea for allegedly being pregnant by twenty one year old Jalen Green. You right, mm-hmm. who is the same age as her son. Yeah. Disgusting behavior is what mm-hmm. that social media is saying. What do you think about that? Well, first of all, she's thirty nine. He's twenty one. Right. Right. Okay. So we. Yes. She was 18 when the nigga was born. For Right, but right now he's legal, so she can't have sex with him. But did she do it in the wrong context? Of course, I think she did. With a 21-year-old? Yeah. All right, so say, hypothetically, I'm out of here, right? I die. Oh, you no. start dating again. You going to bring home somebody that you get pregnant by a dude that's the same age as Jasmine? So that's what no, I'm no, saying. No, no, Is there no. a double standard with this, this this kind of behavior going on? She, because if a man do it, he's the worst motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. So yeah. how come it's all right? Well, I didn't say it was all right. You don't think that's disgusting behavior? I think it is disgusting behavior, but I'm saying there's not too much that we can say is because legally. he is legally okay to have sexual relations yeah, with yeah, an older woman. So there's no court of law that's going to say, okay, this is wrong. We the courts. I'm just saying. Public opinion. It, public opinion too. There's nothing they can do about it. He made that choice. He had to, you listen, he went after that because he was, she was, listen, she was doing what she had to do. You know, do I think it's wrong? I do. Do I think that she knew what she was doing and if she is a kid the same age, I can understand knew. If, it's if, just it's almost disgusting because yeah. I'm thinking, what does your the son same see? Year you baby right. the same year this dude was born? So what does your son when your son sees you with this man, what does he think? See, that's the one thing I would think. What would my children think? Right. You know, what would my son look at me and say if he see me walking in with a guy that's his and age? Pregnant by him. And I'm pregnant now. And Let's not let's add to the fact that this is not her first child. Obviously, because she got a 21 year old and then another one. So this would be this would be baby daddy number one. Come on, fruit. (laughs) Listen, big fruit. Come on. And they are not. That's why I'm asking about Holwyn. That's why 21 Savage said, all right, you was about to expound on something different, different how. Explain it. They have different views. They have different wants. Nobody, these these young ladies, they're, they're basically, their goal is to trap. So they're after the bag is what you're saying? It's a, yes. And they're very honest about it too. I mean, how many people, how many young ladies have we seen on social media or wherever? They tell you right away, listen, yeah. if you don't make X, Y, and Z this much a year, Forget they ain't it. got no bread. The, the bitches that be talking that shit ain't got no Listen, bread fruit. I know they don't. Not a fucking pot to piss in on the window to throw it out. I know they don't. So you think, you think, let's get back to Drea. So you think Drea is fucking foul for this shit? I do. 
I do. Because of the age of her son or because of the age of the young man? Because of the age, because for the simple fact that you with a guy that's the same age as your son, that's okay. number one, and you raw dogging him. Right. And you allowed yourself to get pregnant by this young man. And you got two other kids. And you have two other kids and two different baby daddies. Wow. At 40. Yeah, you're right there. You're, you're on 39th Avenue on 40th You're 40. Street. Yeah, you're on 40th, 40th Street at 39th yeah. Avenue mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's something to be said about some to look up to someone, you know. Does she have a daughter? Yeah. She yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she got a daughter. Wow. She sure do. From what I understand, she do. Listen, hey, I say, hey, I just don't like the double standard. You know what I mean? Because I feel like when it comes to women is they getting after the bag because the dude got money. But when it comes to men, he's a nasty, disgusting old creep mm-hmm. and he ain't got no business doing that. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a double standard. It's like well, me sh- dating somebody that was, was Jasmine age. Like that shit is crazy. Well, I thought that was normal for, you know, older gentlemen to have a younger woman. Y'all been doing that for decades. Yeah, but not like your kids' age and shit. Yeah, some of you have. Nah, not not the same age as your kids. Nah, come on. Not the same age as your kids. Nowhere near it, even. That, come on. You don't go nowhere near your kids' age with chicks. No, you don't. You just don't do it. It's foul. You don't. And she's foul. Yeah. She's foul for doing this shit. Well, because she's older and she's supposed to know better. And plus, she can, you know, I think she probably felt she can manipulate the mind. Of a younger man? Of she's a younger still, man. She's still, she's still foul for that shit. For, mm-hmm. ain't no, ain't no, it ain't no two ways about it. Yeah. She's fucking foul. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode of Killer Inside the Podcast is brought to you by the new Peacock Original Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story. The three-part documentary series explores the never-been-told story of hip-hop's iconic forefathers, Run DMC. From meeting on the streets of Hollis, Queens, to breaking barriers and legitimizing an entire genre of music, Run DMC's legacy spans decades. After a series of life-changing events and challenges, including the murder of Jam Master J, rest in peace, Rev Run and DMC reunite to tell their story and celebrate the one-of-a-kind sound that not only took Queens, but the whole world by storm. With exclusive interviews from Joseph Reverend Run Simmons, 
Daryl DMC McDaniels, and hip-hop legends like Ice-T, Questlove, and yours truly, Ed Lover, kings from Queens to run DMC's story, dives into the origins of a group that changed music forever. Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story is streaming now, only on Peacock. This episode of Come On Son, the podcast is being brought to you by Mickey D's. The realest conversations always happens in the Mickey D's booth. All the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. A full car of ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. A full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam to dinner. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. You got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See ATT.com slash Samsung for details. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting a real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, or sneakers and streetwear that makes every step feel fly. It's like the first time I was looking for them Jordan 1s, like when they really came out and I couldn't get my hands on them. And it was something about that sneaker that I always wanted to have because I never got it in the very, very, very beginning. I fell in love with that sneaker. And when I finally got it, oh, baby. These days, to know for sure you're getting a real deal, go straight to eBay when you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. You got to get it from eBay because then you know you got the real deal. Now you know that when something is limited and you can't find it, you can find it on eBay. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing that you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This portion of Come On Sutton, the podcast is brought to you by McDonald's Best Burgers Ever. And guess what? Who's better to tell you about these hamburgers than the Hamburglar himself? Mr. Hamburglar, it is an honor and a privilege to have you on Come On Sutton, the podcast. What can you tell me about these burgers? 
Lucky for y'all, I speak Hamburglar. And what Hamburglar was trying to say in his Hamburglar-esque way, McDonald's classic burgers are hotter and juicier than ever before. Their patties are cooked to juicy perfection. The cheese is perfectly melted. The Big Mac has more special sauce in every bite. The pillowy soft golden bun is a thing of beauty. What he's saying is, try McDonald's best burgers ever at a McDonald's near you. Okay, so this is a big year. 2024, huge, huge year. Okay, it's an election year. I knew you were going to say that. Because it's very important. And I want to know your thoughts. Like, how you feeling right now? Because it looks like the Republican front runner is going to be the former president, Donald Trump. And the Democratic front runner looks like it's going to be Joe Biden again. What are your honest feelings about going to the polls and casting your vote? I'm not asking you who you voting for. I'm just asking you, how do you feel about the candidates? And would you rather there possibly being another candidate? Um, I feel like I don't want to go to the polls because I don't want to vote for either one of them. Oh shit! Okay, that's a revelation. Okay, so and, so let let me go let me go with our former president first because mm-hmm. you you just opened up another can. We got to talk about this. Okay, this is what mm-hmm. podcasting does. Why don't you want to vote for Donald Trump? Oh my god, you don't want me to start? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't. It's like a whole list of things. He's nothing to me, but I don't know if I can say this. You can say anything. He's nothing to me, but the Ku Klux Klan uh, founder. Wow. He's the founder. Wow. That man could do nothing for me. And to have such an, for anyone to even vote for this idiot. Okay. This illiterate idiot. Again, they need their ass beat mm. because this man has done nothing since his time but stir up. He stirred up all this mess in the United States. And what did we do? We let his big head ass slide. You understand? Yeah. And now he's talking about he feels like every president should have total immunity. Yeah. Total immunity. You know why? Because he want his ass to have immunity. That means that. So that means. Yeah, of course. That's that's what it's all about. Okay, And and going back real quick, you're talking about predators and stuff like that and men dating younger women and doing all of this shit like that. His ass needs to go to jail. He's been doing it. He's been doing it. He's been doing a lot of things. He's wild for the night. He's been doing it. But nobody, no, no, he's, he's, if he's beyond reproach, you can't touch him. Yeah. You know? That's how a lot of the, the followers feel like the MAGA, mm-hmm. the MAGA followers feel that way. I seen yeah. a little interview on social media when a dude asked one of the MAGA followers how the Civil War started in, in home, and they didn't even know that shit. Exactly. So they, they're exactly. not very bright people that, in my wow. opinion. You got these damn. In hmm. my opinion. It's a, it's, he has caused, I think, the biggest division that I've ever seen. America. And remember, he was telling people yeah. to drink bleach to cure COVID and shit like that. And he said it was the Chinese fault, and mm-hmm. it was all of this 
other shit, and then people didn't start being attacks on Asians. Random. It's just a lot of shit. What he did was fuel the fire for the rednecks to come on out and do what they really wanted to do for a very long time. It's just it's just a backlash. I feel like the whole election of uh, former President Trump was just an anti-Obama thing. Oh, 110%. But see, I don't think they knew when they were stepping into that devil's pool, they didn't know what was going to come up out of there. Think, they thought yeah. they were able to control him. They wanted somebody that they could manipulate to do exactly what they wanted to. And they knew Trump was a little stupid, but <laughs> clearly they thought they could manipulate Trump. They did, but they were wrong, but they were wrong. And you know what? He played them like chess. Yeah, he did. He's, he's a lot smarter than what they give him of credit for. Especially, especially the people that were of backing course. him. They were banning and, and all of them people he's that got locked up. Motherfuckers get locked up and he ain't got locked up yet. He's been doing grimy shit forever since he, yeah. before he became president. Yeah. So you can't bring, you can't, that's like somebody. Companies, he's a lot of shit. That's like somebody out there doing crime and robbing banks. You can't tell a, a bank robber what to do that's already been doing it for years and years and years and years. He been doing this. That's true. They should have did they research a little bit more. He knows right. how they so came to the game. They, he, thought they can manipulate him. Trump is from the hood. Hey, let me tell you something else about shit. Remember hip hop? Hip hop motherfuckers used to love Trump. They used to drop his name in all they rhymes. Right. I want to be rich like Trump because it, it looked like he knew what he was doing and, yeah. and he tricked the shit out of everybody. But that immunity part is the part that really kind of scares me. And the Road versus Wade thing, I don't think any white men should be telling any woman. Of any nationality or ethnicity. Yeah, absolutely. No, no fucking mm -hmm. way. Okay. And um and uh what else I was trying to say? As far as Trump is concerned, immunity for the president means that he could plot and plan to have any person killed. Yeah. And if they get killed, he don't he won't bear any responsibility for the conspiracy of it or right. anything. And this is what he wants to do. Yeah, that's what he wants. He wants to be the dictator. Yeah. And this is what he wants to. He's trying to turn this this uh, country country into a dictatorship. Into a dictatorship. All right, let me tell y'all something. We are not telling you who to vote for because we're about to switch it. Because she yeah. said she didn't want to vote for either one of them. What is it about Joe Biden you don't like? I think Joe Biden is just older, and I think he's not uh, fully equipped. You know, and I think he's not as strong. I think that's what a lot of people see, you know, because Trump don't give a fuck. But I think Joe Biden don't have as much, you know. He definitely, he definitely ain't got that Obama. No. He ain't got that Obama. No. He definitely ain't got that no. Obama. I almost think, like, do he? Is he look got, frail to you? He got early dementia. You think so? Or the Alzheimer's? They're not going They would never tell us. They would. They would tell us <laughs> ten years after he's yeah. out of office. But they would. They would yeah. never tell us. So. You don't like the frailty of Joe Biden is what you're saying. Yeah, I think he's weak and I think everybody else knows it. Other countries know it. So it's just like, you know, just to have him as our front runner is like in the know, Democratic Party. Yeah, it's like that's not. Mm -mm. OK, so should he step aside and, and, and find somebody else? Should it I be think a, he should. You think so? I so, think he should. so here was the question. I saw this and I could not wait to ask, ask you this question. Michelle Obama. Baby, right away. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tell me, tell me why, though. Because she don't play no games. She ain't nothing but a pit bull in a skirt. Kamala Harris? Can go back home. 
wherever the hell she came from. You don't, you're not feeling Kamala? Kamala don't do shit. <laughs> okay. But take pictures. That's it? Hell yeah. Kamala could go. We huh? got we got we got fooled into that mess. Cause she, you know, got a little black in a but and she's a somebody, yeah, she's a she's a prosecutor. She's an AKA. She's an AKA. And you know I saw Kamala I saw Kamala on American Gangster. Mm-hmm. It was about the Chambers not the Chambers brothers. These two dudes that were doing all of these uh heist and jewel mm-hmm. heist, the three dudes in San Francisco, and she was the prosecutor up there at the time. Oh, and good she's for doing her. the interview. But she hasn't seemed strong to me at all. She's not strong. So I'm you saying you. Michelle. Now tell me about. They need to have Michelle Obama and Oprah. <laughs> on the ticket? Let's shut them down. On the ticket? <laughs> yes. That's an L ticket. Yes, because both of them are too feisty, oh, honey. That's an L ticket. I would though. love it. Michelle Obama for president, Oprah for vice? You better know it. Wow. You better know it. There would be no, they would hate the ground we walk on. Because them two Excuse me, y'all. Them two stallions would tear them apart. You know, stallion is a male horse, right? They going they stallion. They can't be stallions. Michelle is tall. Michelle is Michelle's smarter than Barack. That's mm-hmm. that's what I like about it. And I don't think a lot of people know that. No, but he done said it a million times. They should know by now. He done said it like seven hundred times. times. He's he like, yo, she wife. is smarter than me. She mm-hmm. when he was at the uh the law thing, the mm-hmm. uh she was his boss. Yeah, she he talks to her about everything because he can. And she's versed in I I guarantee you, she knows shit. You yeah. are talking about uh Trump having confidential shit. Yeah. She might not have the papers, but she know what the she, fuck is going she, on. So Michelle. She um, know what's going on. So you are, without the shadow of a doubt, do you think that most liberal Americans and some liberal conservative Americans would absolutely go out and vote for Michelle Obama? I do. You think it'd be a landslide? No, it ain't gonna be no landslide because them, them no, more crazy be motherfuckers. Up. It would be the uh, it would be it would it would definitely be. I don't know how far apart, but it would be. Going back to Trump's presidency, mm-hmm. a lot of people that were doing well during that time mm-hmm. said that they feel like they were doing extremely well because of Trump's leadership. Do you even remember who Trump ran against? Who was running against Trump? I have, I cannot remember. I don't know because I was so frustrated at that time. <laughs> because remember, Obama did his eight. Remember? Because remember, Obama couldn't run again. I know. I who was the Democratic nominee with, with Donald Trump? I don't even remember. Damn, that sucks. We would have to Google that. That sucks. Google. Google. That sucks, yo. You know what? Matter of fact, while we on that right now, it's a good time to take a little commercial break. And Fruit is in the building. I'm still calling you Big Fruit. This is Come On, Son, the podcast, (laughs) y'all. Come on, son, son. Back with more Come On, Son, the podcast. My wife, Fruit, is in the building with me today. We're just having a conversation. You know what? You should be ashamed of yourself. You know that, right? Why? You and me both. Are you looking at my computer right now? Do you remember who it was now? Who was it? It was Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Hillary. I Golly, yo. Because I remember I like having Hillary this, too. I remember having this conversation with you. And you said when Trump won, you said 
the world was not ready for a woman president. You said that's the reason why she lost. It is. They weren't ready, but I think they're ready now. She had all the qualifications. Yeah. She had all the She's experience. She's overly qualified. She's super smart. Mm -hmm. They try to bring up all this kind of bullshit on her. Mm -hmm. She definitely dusted Trump in every fucking uh, mm -hmm. debate they did. Mm -hmm. And they just voted for Trump because I think people were tired of the Clintons. Mm -hmm. They're tired of the Bushes. Mm -hmm. And they wanted something different. And they thought that Donald Trump, because he was successful in their eyes before they found out the real real was good at running business that the country is a business why couldn't he do that where do these people live because honey in the I red states in the he red states all of his daggone um pretty much hotel in the casino pretty much and he owes this 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 lady now e Jean carroll 83 million dollars and they're trying to force them to put a hundred million in, like in the trust, while they go to the, another appeal. You know, the United States appeal. I think they were just scared. Appeal. I think they were just scared. Um, you know, it's yeah. scary to put a woman in when we've never had one. So, I mean, I understand that, but I think they woke now. Well, shit, we never had a a, a black person before Obama. But he's still a man. So, there you go. Yeah. You know the old James Brown. Jesus. That's right. But it wouldn't mean nothing. Nothing. Black, but without a boy or a little girl. That's Do you right. think in your lifetime that you'll ever see another black president? Nope. You don't think so? No. I don't think that was it. You think Obama's one one huh? Like a Richard Mealy watch or something. If That's, it does happen again, it won't be during my time. You think you'd be dead and gone when it happened? Yeah. Because no, remember, our parents did not believe that we were ever going to see a mm -hmm. black president. I'm so happy that my father was here to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that was dopeness. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm so glad that my mom's. I remember where I was when the night he got elected the first time. And um, I called my mom's and I was like, my, it happened, it happened, it happened. And she just, she just teared up and cried mm -hmm. like she couldn't. She couldn't, she couldn't believe, believe it. it. She couldn't believe it. So Oprah and Michelle Obama, that's mm -hmm. what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I think Hillary too. So so uh recently a couple of things yeah. just happened. Um there was a point where, you know, Jess Hilarious was supposed to join the Breakfast Club. And I don't mind talking about the Breakfast Club. She was supposed to. She was um, let me get to it. Okay. okay, she she's on there now. She they just they just hired her okay. permanently. But there was something that had happened and she had uh, sent something out to say these niggas is trash, blah, blah, blah. And because she had already she was talking about uh, Charlemagne and Envy. Oh. OK. And then she had already announced that she was the permanent host of the Breakfast Club. You know, her and I worked together on the Hulu stage at Essence. So big shout out to uh, Jess. She was wonderful to work with. And I, I do, too. And I told her that night, I said, yo, they should leave you. Are you going to be the permanent host of the Breakfast Club? And she was like, yeah, but we're not announcing it until da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. And then there was a lot of rumors that, you know, when she said it publicly, they hadn't announced it yet. They hadn't okay. given a big rollout. Then Charlemagne was coming out someplace, and TMZ got up on him and asked him about just being a permanent host. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't know. And da -da. Charlemagne and Envy, don't, they are hosts. Mm -hmm. They don't decide who they have an input, yeah. But they don't decide who's going to be their their, their next host. So finally, 
she got it. She is now the new mm-hmm. co-host of the of the Breakfast Club. Yeah, and um, I think it's good. For her. I am too. She from Baltimore. She from Baltimore. She from Baltimore. And I think, and I think that that she's a she's going to be a, a great fit. She is for the Breakfast Club. She's she's uh very boisterous. She is opinionated as mm-hmm. hell. Funny. Yeah. So I think I think that's going to work. And on the, on the other side of that, now Joe Button and one of his co-hosts mm-hmm. on the Joe Button podcast, a kid named Ish, just got into a big screaming match the other day. And this is what I want to ask you. Joe always talks about other people that go behind people, but there was a girl that Ish was messing with, and then Joe kissed her. When did he kiss her? Uh, recently. I don't know if that's still going on. But oh. Ish and him got into an argument about it. And and he was like, yo, you getting too emotional about this shit. I didn't want to take your little street floozy. All I did was, was share a kiss with her. Okay. And, and Ish was like, I think that's fucking wrong. Yeah, it is. I think it's. I think Joe was wrong, and I like Joe Button. It's disrespectful, especially since you know um, Ish, and you knew that was his girl. You don't do that. You did that intentionally. Even after he mm-hmm. broke up with her. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I think Joe. Limits. I think Joe's out of bounds mm-hmm. for that. And then, and then he try to, you try to make it into something. You know, he try to make Ish look like he's being too emotional about it. He's, you know, he's, nah. you're, you're doing too much. But I just think, you know, I just think the, I just, I knew that it was going to come a time that it, that that this was going to happen what? to us. Mm-hmm. That we just don't understand these younger motherfuckers no more. I try not to, because, I mean, it's just too much. It's too much for me to process. So I just go ahead on and do what I'm doing and keep it pushing. Because it just ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no respect. That's the difference. That, that definitely, that's the difference with this generation. They, they don't respect the elders at They don't respect them fucking selves. They don't respect themselves. You're right. Don't respect nobody. You don't respect each and you other. You can't tell them nothing. You can't no. tell them shit. They know everything. They done seen everything. They done been everywhere. They done felt everything. Yeah. And then when it's time for them, I feel like when it's time for them to be an adult, they're not ready to be an adult. And right. that, is that our fault? Um, I don't think so. Maybe in some instances it can be. But I really don't think so. If they're not listening, you know. Is what it is. Most of the time, these kids they don't want to listen. They into other shit. Do you think it's society's fault? I put I part do. of the blame on it. I, uh, and yeah, it's called social media. It's called social media, and it's called the government. And the government, yeah, because the government you can't kick their ass the way. No, because we used you, to get yeah, our ass no. kicked. So how how are they going to know where the boundaries are? If there's no punishment for the crime. How they gonna know where the boundaries are until they commit a real crime and then they want to punish your kids and lock right. your kids up? I think you need you have to start from young. So when they come out, you know, you got these parents that walk around here and it's like, oh, little John John is two and he don't know this and he don't know yet. Shit, yes, John John do. Trust me, he know more. 
than what you think he know, okay? So you need to start from young because once you you take them from young and you start embedding all of these things inside of them, they take that with them, you know? Mm -hmm. But if you wait till they get older and they get opinionated and then you want to start implementing all of these rules and what they can and cannot do, then I think it becomes a different story. It's hard to break them from that. But I think when they're young, you you put down you put down the law because you want them to know that you're the stronger person. You know, you don't want them to be deathly afraid of you, but you want you want them to love you. And a little have bit fun. afraid of they should be but a little you want afraid. To have some fear, like you want to have some fear of consequences. You need to know what consequences. Okay, that's what I was talking about. You see what I'm saying? So even at two. If that two-year-old, you tell that two-year-old, don't touch that, don't do that, take that little hand, pap, give it a little pap, let them feel a little burn, they know a consequence. There's such things as that. I mean, I done had, I mean, us growing up, we had our grandmothers, our mothers, go outside and pick that switch off that tree. Go get me that uh, belt. They picking up a shoe. They hitting you with a broom. Anything they could find. You see what I'm saying? These kids nowadays, right? Consequences of their actions, mm -hmm. the consequences of our actions or lack thereof, right? Came from our parents and our aunts and our uncles, of course, and even you know a bigger village. brother or bigger sisters, a village. But the the police and the government have taken that mm -hmm. right away from you to discipline your yeah. child with corporal punishment. Okay, yeah. now your child don't know the boundaries. They, they will look you right in your face and tell you, I am going to call the authorities right. if you touch me. Right, which is crazy. Yeah. And then, then okay, so now you know no boundaries. Now yeah. you don't think there there's any boundaries. Yeah. You, don't, you don't think there's any punishment yeah. or consequences to your actions. Mm -hmm. Then when you go out there in the street and you do something stupid, mm -hmm. Right. When you run with your boys and your boys got beef with the so-called ops mm -hmm. and they shoot and kill them. Now you're going to get locked up mm -hmm. along with that along person. With, right. And you're looking at right. us like and we're looking at you right. like we told you mm -hmm. that there are consequences to mm -hmm. your actions. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's 100 percent right. And so the, right. I think plus that with social media is a big problem. What do you know? About Blueface and Krishan, because I have no fucking idea how these people are famous. Uh, well, I think now he's apparently in jail. He's I'm, in jail now. I'm not sure for what, because um, I just don't know. And I think. How did he get that famous off of that one fucking record? But he didn't. He got he got more famous after that. After the bust down Tatiana. Yes. With all the shit he's been doing with all the women. So that's what really catapulted him into the stratosphere. Jeez. Famous but for nothing. I think the Krishan thing. Well, she was on, on that even, Zeus network, right? She was on. Yeah, she was on that Bad Girls. Baddies. Is it Baddies or Bad Girls? I don't know. It was one of them. One of them. The one they fight all the time. Bad Girls Club. Bad Girls Club. Bad yeah. Girls Club. And were you separated or broken up? She got the nigga uh, face tattooed to her face. She got a baby named Krishan Jr. And he claimed he the first baby mother that I think got three or four kids with him. Yeah, she just loved that shit. She, and they be fighting and cussing. She done moved back in the house. I heard that. Who did Krishan? She moved back in Blue's house. Yeah. Oh, and his mama's in it. Every 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 fucking bite. Your boy cursing the nigga out. Yeah. So your boy cursing the nigga out. 
his money this did her. Yeah, that's family. true. But she's probably young too. But before we get out of here, mm-hmm. I want to say congratulations to Chris Brown. Listen, I want to say something really quickly. <laughs> so our friends, Victor and Carrie Hogan. Yes. Love them to death. Um, anyway, Carrie is like, if you want to know a super Chris Brown fan, it's Carrie. It's Carrie. We argue with Carrie about we who's argue, better between yes. Usher and Chris Brown. Because I love Usher and she loves Chris Brown. Anyway, so I never had, I always liked Chris Brown. I just never had that. I don't know. But let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because he's older now. So his songs are just vibrating older. And these new couple of songs that he done threw out, I got a newfound respect for Chris Brown. Chris Brown. The, the reason yeah. why I congratulated him, he is the only artist yeah. ever yeah. to have charted in the top 100 for 20 years straight. He's of course he has. He's freaking Funny Joe. Yes. He really is. And you know what? He's an all around entertainer. No, he's like a serious entertainer. And no matter what he does outside of that, when he gets that on that stage, oh, you're going to get that work. Yeah. He calmed down a lot, too. He did. Because I, I, I thought Breezy was, 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 was on his way to jail for a minute. Or he's going to get, he's or get killed. Because he's, he's popping off crazy. I really like him. I think he's just amazing. And honey, I love his new song, Sensational. Yeah, I think he went through phase. Hey, yeah. he's a grown up man. His father he got is. two kids, right? He, uh, yeah. Yeah, he got two kids. Mm-hmm. And I think he's seeing, like, with this industry for what it's worth and how people are attach themselves to you he and just try to use you to gain some kind of fame yeah, and knows. burn through your money. And he knows I got these kids now. I got to raise my daughters and I got to be different. But congratulations to Chris Brown. All right. Let's play a little bit of uh, one of Chris Brown's new songs. Let's play it right now. Yes. Let's do that. If you give me body, I won't tell nobody. Pally girl, she wears clothes. Now she want me pool skirt. So me pool skirt. Pally girl, she wears clothes. You see, it's obvious. It's obvious. Sensational. What didn't I do for you, girl? And I know, and I know, and I know. I do for you. Love like a riddle, yeah. Give me the clues or the riddle. Oh, wow, oh, laugh just a little, yeah. Life's pretty sweet, can't be bitter. This one, she's fine, oh, yeah. She wants this, and she got this. She no feet control, um, yeah. I appreciate that. So, Fruit, this, how do you like your first podcast? This was fun. It's, this was really, really fun. You jump on again? Yeah, if you ask me. Okay, well, we got we got to have you back, y'all. My my wife jumped on the podcast for me. This is her first. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Don't start sounding corny, okay? What's your fans called? They're not the, like. uh, No, I don't have an army. I have the barbs. I ain't got the lovers. You don't got the lovers? I ain't got the lovers. Let's let's coin them. They're the lovers now. Yes. All my fan base is the lovers. I love that. We got to get out of here, y'all. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week right here on Come On, Son, the podcast, okay? Be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, do not have a baby with blue face. (laughs) Until the next time we ride together, slide together, laugh out loud together, and love and fruit, say God bless each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning us in and ever tuning us out. We give you the good shit and never the bullshit right here on Kibba Inside the Podcast. Hit it with a Kibba Inside Fruit.
Come on, son. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Peace. Come on, son, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Come on, son, son. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.